When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Well, you just achieved it, sister. So there you have it. Done it. and done. Done and done, ladies and gentlemen. We all uh, catch up with uh, a few of the headlines going on in the world right now. Um, God, there's a lot of stuff in the news this morning, kind of interesting things. TikToker explains why. Gen- now, what, what generation are you? I'm millennial. Millennial. And then after you is, what are you, AJ? I'm right on the fringe. I'm, I could be Z, I could be millennial, kind of how I feel that day. Okay. So TikTok explains why Gen Z, so you're the guy to talk to because you, sure. you're yeah. right there on the yeah. cusp, why Gen Z is not drinking in bars. Do you know the answer to this? Um, <clears throat> I, I don't. I mean, I'm, I would imagine just for the sake of like with, with streaming and stuff now, I imagine it's easier just like. Stay to at sit home. at home and yeah. it's cheaper to go get a case of beer and, you know, drink that at home. And then some people just don't like hanging out like around strangers and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, so. what's interesting about that is, and I did once in a while, like Mayslacks I'd go to once in a while, but I never went to bars. Really? Once in a while, Howie's in North Minneapolis. Once in a while, once in a while I'd go to a bar, but not very often. I never liked bars. They're too loud and too many tough guys. I could see that. Um, I just hated that. Oh, I'm a tough guy because I've had three grain belts. Oh, okay. Another th- thing that Gen Z is doing that never held true in my 20s, I, I quit drinking because I had to quit drinking, but um, they just don't, some, some of them sporadically just say I'm not that into drinking. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't really yeah. drink because they're like, oh, did something, you know, was there a catalyst? Was there a reason? Nah, it's just never been my thing. And you're like, what? Because when I was in my 20s, everybody drank. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm in a different generation, but we all did. Well, again, I, I started ordering the beer, Tommy O'Brien, because he looked very young, and my voice dropped when I was 11. Oh, yeah. The, so I would call in and have it delivered to the house, and Tommy O'Brien pretend to be my son. <laughs> hey, Dad, the- Dad, the liquor the guy from Union's here. Uh, what should I do? Oh, the, the money's on the TV, son. Isn't that funny, AJ? <laughs> like, oh, my God. That's so naughty and hilarious. terrible. Could you imagine artist, little Fawn kid. doing that? Yes. Actually, I could, too. <laughs> yes, She's actually could. ingenious and a... <laughs> Yeah, she could have us all fooled. Tommy O'Brien looked like he was about eight when he was th- 13. Dad, is it okay if I, uh, do you want me to get this for you? Yes, yes, yes son. <laughs> it's right, the money's right there on the television, son. You little assholes. Uh, it's true. 
Uh, there was a recent report that Gen Z is drinking less and the clubs are not happy about it. This TikToker disagrees with the first part of that sentence. She says they are still drinking, but cocktails and bars are so expensive, they're being forced to pregame at home. So she's saying, I'm sorry, we'd come to the bars, but it's too damn expensive. Yeah. I suppose that's, I don't know how much, how much is a cocktail now? Uh, I guess, well, I don't know, great question. It, I think it depends on where you are because, like, yeah, I, I I went to Eau Claire one time with my or with my buddies and like I expected to pay normal pricing and then you get down there and I'm like, yeah, can I get the first round for everybody, rum and coke, whatever? Mm-hmm. I hand her my card and she goes, it has to be over five dollars. I'm like, I just got eight rum and cokes. What are you talking about? Fifty cent rails. And so I was blown. Really? Okay, really? but that's the exception. What is it normally like? That's a, I think it's like six to eight bucks a drink. That makes sense. Like for uh, for decent bars, like maybe not like college town, but if you go like to Minneapolis or something, you're probably pushing like six minimum for just. I would whatever. imagine. Yeah. I would think so because what coffee's like three dollars, four dollars, yeah. you know, a drink. So I'm guessing like at least five bucks a cocktail. Mm-hmm. And then tipping on top of that, of yeah. course, yeah. which, you know, and I think that's, I, I do think that's admirable that at least we're at a point where it's like, I can't afford this, so I don't go. It's not like, I can't afford this, so I don't tip or something like that. Yeah. No, I understand that. It's just, I, I just, like I said, I, I like going to Mace Lacks. I'd go to Howie's once in a while. Then it, it became Delisi's after a while, and it's closed now. It's yeah. not there anymore. But one of the last times I went there. I will never forget oh, this. Oh, no. They had a couple of pool tables, you know, off in the corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these guys were playing pool, and they just kept arguing and arguing about that shot. You did this wrong. And, oh, no, you didn't. I was fair. No, you cheated. And they were arguing. They were both drunk. So they get into this tussle, and it was so cool because one guy attacked the other, and they went spinning around the table. It was hilarious. Oh, my they God. They went almost all the way around the pool table, grappling with each other, trying to gain an upper hand. Like it, that, was, it was funny to watch. At that point, they are dancing. They are yeah. full-on partners in tango. It was fantastic. And my other, my, the other one didn't happen in the same era. Well, same era, but not in the same time, time uh, uh, of the day or week or year. <laughs> I'm sitting next to these two guys. None of the three of us knew one another. We're sitting at the bar, and I hardly ever sat at the bar. I never cared to sit at the bar. You seemed vulnerable to me for some reason. I don't know why. Hmm. But there's a guy. He's tripping because there's, I'm sitting on one side. There's a guy, kind of regular sized guy, and then there's a very big guy sitting next to him. So it was me, then the, 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 the uh, regular sized guy, and then the really big guy. And the little guy kept chirping to the big guy, I suppose you think you're tough because you're so big. I'm like, oh, no, here we go again. Oh, I suppose you think you're tough. And he just wouldn't shut up. And I'm even going, hey, you know, why, why, why don't we schmooze? I'll buy you a drink. And oh, I'm talking to him. Leave me alone. So finally, the big guy said, look, shut the hell up. I don't want to hear one more word out of your mouth. And he goes, Oh, is that right? You're a tough guy. Uh, let me tell you something. I'm dynamite. Boom. Punched him right in the face. <sighs> he looks down and he goes, blow up, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Blow up, asshole. I was like, See, whoa. Like, that's, I never would have the cool thing to say. I'd think about that four weeks later going, blow up. 
<laughs> yeah, four weeks later, you got to respond. Yeah, like... That's oh. why it took so long. He was thinking, like, okay, yeah. what am I going to say here after so I knock I, this guy's yeah, lights right? out? Yeah, he was, like, walked away for a second, wrote some notes, did yeah. some improv <laughs> exercises. Like, he'd walk it up the random room. Hey, can I, can I here send comes out a feeler here real quick? Can you do what? Oh, um, that's... He's, you know, in the bar talking around, like, can I send a, a feeler? Can I try this line yeah, out? Yeah, can I... Cool? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is this not cool? Yeah. Yeah, yes, and they go keep going. Yeah. Well, the good thing about it is that we got a guy who gets beat up in bars all the time that just came in. <laughs> Officer Dave is with us. Yeah, I get beat up all the time. That's what happens. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> I think he's all right, isn't he? You don't yeah, have to set him I, up. I was going to put the camera on him. You can oh, I don't put the camera on him. Yeah, you don't need to put the camera on <laughs> That's all I no. said. We were just talking about tough guys in bars. And oh, I, yeah. I didn't used to go to bars much. Well, yep. I've never been a bar guy anyway. I'd go once in a while, but not very often. No, I, I when I was a young man, we did that all the time. But yeah, it was like I'd always sit there and drink my beer and just okay, if that's how you want to be, you be that way. Uh, that's the only way you can look at it. Is okay, that's that's fine. I'm glad to hear. I've, it. I've walked out of places a couple times and broke up, broke up fights between the yeah, well, yeah. a rugby team once. I, uh, that's why I like going to Maeslack's, because when Stan Maeslack was still alive, there was no arguing or fighting in his bar. Oh, that's good. He would just be, no, no, we aren't going to be doing this. Nope. That's why I loved going there, because yep. he wouldn't put up with it. Exactly. Exactly. It was, it was terrific. I still yep. love going to Maeslack's. It's a, it's a big cop bar. Yeah. You probably know that. I've heard of it, yep. I don't I don't make venture downtown very often. It's not downtown. Well, it's on the northeast uh, side. Yeah, well, <laughs> northeast. I can live with that. Northeast, you got to... God, I love the Nordies because you got all these Catholic churches and then mm-hmm. like one Russian Orthodox <laughs> church. Like, where the hell did that come from? All these Polacks over there, hey, Catholicing it up. You got it. That is magnificent. Oh, so look at you. You're, you're professional. I always set up the camera. Do you really? Yes, that's what. And you always get mad at me because I leave that chair out. <laughs> and you go. She did push oh, it she in. She pushed the chair back. Thank what you. happened? You know, an old bitch can learn. <laughs> oh well, my goodness. Whoa, my goodness. That's the route we're gonna take. I got you. <laughs> we gotta put that on a shirt or something. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, that, is, that is a good idea. Good put job. it on a shirt. Nothing wrong with that. So what else is in the news? Uh, I'm just checking the news out today to see, you know, is there anything good? I got a question. Yes, ma'am. This is the big internet question that's going down right now. Oh, okay. Is it iced tea or iced with a D at the end tea? I would go with iced. You'd go iced tea? Like say, I'd like some iced tea? Iced tea, yes. I I was always just too lazy to put the D on there, so I would say iced tea. I would say iced tea as well. But it is iced tea. Tea. Yeah. AJ, I, how would you how would you order iced tea? Ice. I think I say I'll like I'll say can I get some iced tea? But then it's absolutely iced. Yeah. Iced yeah. tea. So that's but, the big. But thing. nobody calls it iced yeah. tea. No. Just go iced tea. Yeah, you iced tea. Yeah. Because yeah. even the D would get lost with the tea. It does. <laughs> it gets lost anyway. So what's the difference? I just wanted to get everybody's. Uh... Oh wait, no. There's a national story on that. Should I should I see how the that, nation feels? Yeah, tell me what the, how the nation feels. Okay, here we go. We aren't going to solve uh, world peace today. It is a Friday, but that doesn't mean we can't <laughs> debate a slightly smaller problem. Yeah, this would be slightly smaller than world unrest. Depends on the day. Uh, is it iced tea or is it iced tea? Strangely, uh, a strangely comprehensive poll asked more than 10,000 Americans this question, and 49% of them said it's iced tea, 20% said iced tea, and 27% said both are cool, which is kind of what we just said. Yeah, Yeah. I don't think you should give that option, though, in a poll. No. 
Because, no. like, of course I'm going to go, yeah, both are fine. Yeah. But, like, you have That's to be true. decisive. I feel like they they really messed up that poll. Boo. <laughs> this seems like it would be a regional thing, but if you break it down by different areas of the country, there aren't any noticeable spikes. However, if you break down by age, younger adults are much more likely to spell it iced tea. Uh, and when they uh, when broken by race, black and Hispanic people are more li- likely to say iced tea. According to grammar websites, neither are wrong, but the original term was iced tea because they put ice in the tea i forget iced tea exists and then get really excited about that i remembered it existed well you you, there's really good iced tea and then there's really crappy iced tea so that's really oh what's the good one look it's not overly sweet but it's not super bitter either you know it's like right right in that with a little bit of lemon in there i would like that yeah. Someone's saying that sweet spot, eh? Oh, oh I see what you, you did there. This I'll be going home. <laughs> Thank you oh, very much. Well, that's good news. <laughs> I know. Look at you. Every time I threaten to leave, you light up. Hey, this is great. <laughs> Things are phenomenal. Uh, here's one I do not understand, and all I can think of is people are stooping in the bathroom a lot, so whatever. Uh, most people are trying to avoid going into uh, closets that airlines refer to as lavatories for many reasons. But if the cramp space is your biggest problem, now I'm going to stop right there and I'm going to look at Officer Dave and say, Officer Dave, <laughs> even I'm too big to get in a goddamn airline bathroom. You, there's no way you'd fit in an I, I in You don't. I, there's not room to change your mind in there for me. No. <laughs> you go no in there. Way. You go in there to do what you're going to do. If you're going to stand up, you know, do your deal. You go in that way. If you're going to go in to sit down, you go in that way. You have to back in because there's no room yep, to turn exactly. You're not making a four-point turn in there. <laughs> it'd, be like, it'd be like Austin Powers in that million-point turn yeah. in the hallway on the cart. But I cannot. I'm six feet tall now. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand up straight no, in an airplane. I, I can't stand up in the aisle of an airplane. How do people no, bring true. kids in there? Yeah, How do you do, do that? You just say, good luck, and you shut them in there and say, figure it out? Like, <laughs> what is the mechanism? Mm-hmm. Somebody once told me, they were like, don't worry, we have a changing table. And I was like, oh, no, I'll be changing her in my seat. Like, there's yeah. no, <laughs> there's not no... <laughs> going in that and having a full-on panic attack while I'm in there with her. No. Oh, I agree. Yeah, so most people try to avoid going in the closets uh, that airlines refer to as lavatories for many reasons, but if the cramped space is your biggest problem, that could change. The Department of Transportation has just announced a new rule that will require airlines to make restrooms large enough for two people. No, it isn't to make joining the Mile High Club easier, and it definitely isn't meant to be fancy, so don't expect a double vanity. The purpose is to make it at, at least one. Well, people are a lot bigger than they were yep. in 1930. Yeah. I think yep. you're going to hit up the accessibility <clears throat> point. Yep. Uh, the purpose is to make at least one restroom large enough for passengers with disabilities and their attendants to enter and maneuver within space. Well, that's nice. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah that makes, makes a sense. lot of sense. That's got to be a terror to think that about. long overdue. Uh, right? Yeah, I agree. That's when you get the catheter before you get on the airplane nowadays, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty right. much. I mean, that's what I, yeah. Larger aircraft with two aisles already have special wheelchair-accessible uh, restrooms. That's been required since 1990, as a matter of fact. This will make it so uh, much small that much smaller planes with one aisle also will have them, which is great news for wheelchair-bound travelers who have been forced to choose between dehydrating themselves before boarding a plane or avoiding air travel altogether if only smaller planes fly a particular route. So, yeah, I suppose if you're in a wheelchair, you can't fly. Yeah, I, I didn't guess. even think about how hard that would be. Especially if you need a second person in there, it's got to be near impossible. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you need an attendant in there with you, there, there's no way you could do that, nope. could you? No. 
That makes, yeah, that makes total sense. Look, all we ever do is to make the world a better place by delivering the big news. You know what I mean? Welcome, world. You see what I'm saying? It's a typical deal. It's all we ever do is give, give, give. Yeah, I think so. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, I, I tell, every time I go home, I tell my husband, you're looking at a hero. It's just another heroic thing I've done there, honey. That's oh, all I'm saying. I forgot to tell Judd. I took Judd's advice yesterday. Or no, wait. When did I when did I screw up the key thing? I think I stole his key on Wednesday. My husband's keys. Yeah, I think that's. So right. my husband's keys on Wednesday, and I kept saying I think it was an act of God because he caused you know there was a big thunderstorm in the middle of the night, and I was tired. Judd was like, "Is that how you're gonna go back to your husband? Is like act of God?" I thought about it on the way home, and I didn't. And it avoided a huge argument. So at some point, I got to tell Judd, because he's not on today, but I just would say thank you for uh, giving me some advice on how to approach my husband. <laughs> Give me advice on how to approach your husband? Yeah. So. <laughs> well, you did steal his keys. That's very, very true. So. I did prevent him from bringing our child to daycare while he worked. So that was rough for everybody. It all works <laughs> out in the end. It was rough for everybody, not, not the baby girl. Uh, I think she'd have preferred to be at daycare than like sitting on dad's lap well, freaking maybe. out while yeah. he's trying to do a median. <laughs> it is true. I'm just trying to look at uh, a few headlines in the, in Minnesota specifically. It doesn't seem like there's anything big going on. Why do Minnesotans cut their pizzas in squares? I couldn't agree more because we never do. Even never. a normal crusted pizza. I mean, I get how you do thin crust for sure. It's mm -hmm. fun in squares, but like a normal... Hand-tossed pizza you would never cut in squares. No, no. I wouldn't think so. Because no. you're gonna get one piece is just pure crust. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It'd be terrible. Uh, it's we'll we'll make uh, homemade pizza every once in a while, but that's on a cookie sheet. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind of hard to cut, you know, triangles in. No, I understand. Yeah, if it's a square pizza, yeah. you cut it into squares. Yep. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. But round pizzas, I don't understand. I don't cutting them into the squares. I don't know. What sauce are you guys using over there? It depends. Whatever Cheryl finds on sale. Okay. You know, is it spaghetti sauce or is it specifically pizza sauce? No, it's pizza specifically pizza sauce, which that's sometimes seems a little sweet sometimes. Yeah, that's what I was the question yep. I was having is like. But the, I think the last one we got was the um, Cub brand essentials or whatever mm -hmm. it is. And it was like, oh, this was phenomenal. I was. Yeah. Um, I love Cub. Big Huge yep. Cub fan. Yep. It's, it's Cub to you, bub, that we changed their slogan. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the late 1980s, we, they started advertising <laughs> on the queue, and we changed it to, that's Cub to you, bub. Uh, yeah, when Cub first came to town, I remember we'd go there as a family. That was like a big family night out. And you'd, they'd give you the crayons to write the price on every can, you know? They did. Oh. Okay, what's Cub stand for? Consumers. Uh, dang it, we just had this talk. <laughs> Consumers, you're right about that. I we literally just oh, why can't my memory be like yours? CUB <laughs> Cub citizens. You want the second word? Oh, is it citizens or consumers? Citizens. Consumer. No, it's consumers. It's consumers. You're right. Consumers. Uh, yeah, I want the second word. United. Banking. Nope. Buyers. Buy. There Buy. Very that's go. it. Oh. See, that's what Cub stands for. That's Cub to you, bub. <laughs> We're going back to that. There's no question about it. Well, last night, as a matter of fact, the kids came over, so I ran down to uh, Lunds and Byerly's down on 50th and France. Their, their pizzas are fantastic. So good. Really good. Mm -hmm. and you can put whatever other toppings you want on them when you get it home, so... Uh, but you know, we're big red Savoy people. There's an olives right down a block, which is totally... that. Now, that is cut in squares. Okay. At yeah, olives. yeah. John does a good job over there. Uh, pizza, man... 
You got to have a really bad pizza for me not to like. Oh, pizza. I used I used to love Tino Letteri's pizza. Oh, oh Tino makes great oh. pizza. Yeah, he does. I would if I've. I had to physically stay away because I would go there every day and get two, <laughs> two three slices. And I'd, you know, be 600 pounds if I Dino. did that. And what's in what's there now? It's, it's a Red Savoy. Well, it's a Red Savoy. That's yeah, right. they just Savoy. finally opened. You know, <clears throat> Tino right. sold out years ago, and then the other guy was in there for a year or two, and then he went away, and Savoy's bought it, and then it stayed shuttered because I think COVID shuttered. and everything kind of screwed up the the process oh yeah COVID, yep. i'm sure had some a lot to do with that so okay matter of fact well i want to move on to this now ladies and gentlemen the five best things we ate in the twin cities area this week do you have any idea what it might be because i don't have any clue no okay the five best things we ate in the twin cities area this week a vegan bowl from bomb dia treats i don't mm-hmm. even know what that is me neither it sounds good though do you know what bomb dia is bomb dia Got to bag it up. Got a bag it up. God damn, boy. <laughs> is that what you're going with right there? Is that the plan? Bomb dia. Sounds like bomb diggity. Bomb d- Ooh, I like bomb diggity. Bomb diggity do. Uh, even on a day that uh, began brutally warm and humid, the icy base of this smoothie bowl remained cold and frosty. That would be good. Yeah, do that on a very hot day. Go get a vegan bowl that's chilled. No question. Okay, what's this next one? Grilled shrimp at Suki and Mimi. Oh, heck yeah. Now, where's Suki and Mimi? I don't even know where that is. No idea. Um, it doesn't say on here where it is. Why uh, don't they say where it is? Minneapolis, 31st Street West. Oh, okay. Minneapolis, so near Uptown, or that'd be in Uptown. Oh, it's in Uptown, all right. God, I used to love to go Uptown. And I tell the story of my grandfather, who was, you know, a billion years older than me. Uh, he used to go hunting at the corner of Lake and Hennepin. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> I mean, think about that. Well, you'd That's be, a ways back. That's a ways back. Like a serial killer now if you're walking around with a gun <laughs> yes, aimed low. That would you not would be, be like, good. You would cause national news. And so it's really funny that they were just walking around at their low ready. But he was a, yeah, he was a young kid, so I suppose it was in the early, late 80s, 1890s, or the early 1900s, yep. I suppose. Absolutely wild. Hunting were <laughs> Calhoun like Square. What is that still called Calhoun Square? Is it now Bade Makaska Square? I don't know. I have if no they idea. switched the name because I and while like the Calhoun Beach Club, that's another one. I don't that's know if all those same. have switched names yet or if they will. I have no idea. They're mentioning Sebastian Joe's just to piss me off because I love Sebastian Joe's. Oh, Sebastian Joe's has the best ice cream uh, flavor. It's the formerly known as Nicolet Pothole, because it used to be Nicolet Pothole, and then they took it away, and everyone got so mad. The ice cream is called Nicolet Pothole? Yeah. And it's like <laughs> An interesting chocolate name. ice cream, and it's oh. got caramel and these like toffee bits and chocolate, and it's so much stuff in it that it oh. immediately starts melting when you take it out because oh, there's yeah. like so much stuff yep. intertwined. It's so good. But I the- get a stomach ache just listening to that description <laughs> oh. from all the richness in it. Oh, that. it's so good. So everyone exactly. got so mad that they took this flavor away. It was Nicolet Pothole that they used to just kind of do seasonally. So everyone demanded it come back. So they couldn't just come back as Nicolet Pothole. So now it's the flavor formerly known as Nicolet Pothole <laughs> as an ode to Prince as well. So, oh, yeah. so that's good. Yeah. Well, this one is the hibiscus ice cream at Sebastian Joe's. Yeah. I've never had that. No, thank you. What What is... So is, wouldn't it taste like weeds? Yeah, like a flower. Yeah, lavender stuff and hibiscus, I think it's fine in small bites, but I'm going to want a massive like chunk of ice cream 
and scoop of it. I'm not gonna wanna eat hibiscus in that amount. No, thank you. Pass. Okay, I couldn't eat here because I can't say the name of the restaurant. Uh, the ceviche at Kakinako Nikai and Pisco Bar. Oh, is that the one? It's what starts with an X, right? Or no? It's what? Does it start with an X? Starts with a K. Oh, where is that? Kakinako. Is that over by Harriet? Um, let me see if I can find out where it is. What the hell is it located? Why don't they put where it's located at the very top of the story? That would be nice. <laughs> I can't. I don't. I can't see where it's located. No worries. Yeah. Oh wait, know. it's in the north. You'll find a similar ceviche. No, this is different though. Uh, with pipe sweet potato puree at Guacaya Bistro in Minneapolis North Loop. But I, I can't see where this one is. All right. Kenako, Nike, and Pisco Bar. Nailed it. I'm going with Pisco, because Pisco stuff. That doesn't sound, sound, sound good. Not a very appealing. Let's go eat at Pisco. No, I don't think so. I'm going to hard pass. I'm good. Yeah. A little hard pass on that one. Let's forget about it. What, what do you say? Mm. But yeah, all this sounds like it'd be pretty good stuff to give a whirl, don't you think? Spring rolls from Phone uh, 79. I love a good spring roll. I love a good... My neighbor, her mom... Uh, they make spring rolls, and you can't beat them. Like, you cannot beat them. They're so good, and their pho is amazing. It's insane. You guys are so lucky because even I and the certain, certainly the generations before me, there were about three or four, maybe four good restaurants in the Twin Cities when I was a little boy. Yeah. The restaurants here sucked when I was a little mm. kid. Now it's one of the best places to eat in the entire United States. Nice. Yeah. So I don't know who the hell turned it around or how that happened. I know it wasn't Doug Sprinthal, that's for sure. Oh, do we have to put up with Sprinty? Is that is it already that time? Can you guys stop talking about food? I skipped breakfast this morning, and I've been listening for the last half hour. I'm starving. I'm always hungry. Okay, well, let me do the lead-in. Ladies and gentlemen, first of all, i got to mention this. This is terrific. Stream the Tom Bernard Show on the app or the website and listen for at least one hour a day and be entered to win a pair of tickets to Pink and Pat Benatar in concert at Target Field on August 10th. Yes. Listen to our show on the stream for an hour each day and win. Tickets are compliments of Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda, which is wonderful to hear. Uh, so, yeah, get involved. A lot of people are raving about this. Hundreds of people have brought this up. Yeah, you back. get automatically entered if you're registered and you can win tickets. And my mom's pissed because she listens every day and she can't win. So why can't she win? I don't know something about Gotta being fire related. Brittany. <laughs> she abandoned you. Oh, that was your dad. Never that was mind. my dad, <laughs> who also sometimes listens. Fun fact. Hey, abandoned boy, hey, how you doing? EJ. Welcome on the line, Doug Sprinthal, live the new GM from flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, home of my new EV Ford Mustang. Online flagshipford.com, Dougie. So you're hungry, and we've been talking about food. Oh, you're still killing me. Hey, we did sell a car off uh, the last ad, though, um, when Chris Eggert was on, and he's talking. He's trying to find the ultimate unicorn, right? A $2,000 car for his daughter, who I think just got her license. I'm like, Chris, I, you know, the best thing I have is this little red Corolla with some miles on it, and it's probably going to be in the sevens. I got five calls on that. I had it sold by the end of the day. <laughs> oh, man. Chris is going to be heartbroken. He's Poor like, Chrissy. we're emailing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So I got to tell you a funny story. So yesterday, I'm on the show floor, and I always try to talk to the as many customers as I can, whether they're buying or not, just to figure out what brought them in. And one guy is probably about roughly my age. I'm going, he goes, uh, what was your name again? And I said, Doug Smith. And he goes, Dougie, oh, God, I used to listen to you in the queue for, hey, God, it's great. 
And I, I said, well, you still can. Um, Tom's got a new podcast, and I can put it on your phone for you. And he goes, what? I thought he was dead. I know. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, oh, he's retired. He's dead. He's dead. There, 90% of the people in this town still think I retired. This is the first time I heard I thought he was dead. Oh, I, I thought he was dead. That, yeah. <laughs> that, well, can I understand why somebody would think I'd be dead? You know, that's smart ass. Somebody took him out. Oh, God. Is that the implication that somebody took me out because I'm too much of a smart ass? I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why this guy thought that, and I thought it probably best not to even go down that road. I was deeply hurt. <laughs> that's all I know. Deeply, I say. So that's good, Dougie. You've sold uh, now several cars since I've yeah, gotten, no, gotten to people you. are listening and they're reaching out, and it's uh, it, it's been good. I'm, I'm really having fun back in retail, and it's nice because it's a country store, and we're not open at night. We close at five thirty or six during the week, and you know nine to two on uh, on Saturday. So it's uh, you know it's it's nice hours. That was the one thing about retail I always hated, especially in a, when you're really trying to push a store. Sometimes you'd be there from seven thirty in the morning till ten o'clock at night, and you know, that's tough to do in your 40s, and when you get to be a million like me, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that anymore. So Now, how are you doing with the two uh, dome-sized firework centers over there? Are you making any purchases? <laughs> I, you know, I'm really not into that. I bought some what? for my kids. I, you know, I... What am I where am I going to blow them off? I'm not going to blow them off down at the marina. Well, you buy the little bottle rocket deals and aim them at your friends. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's a good idea. You're passing boats on the river. <laughs> yeah, blowing up. Yeah, that'd be really great. There's <laughs> that really SOB Sprinthal again. Don't be such a yeah. baby. <laughs> My luck, I'd just set one on fire and blow it up and get sued right into the next life. Or you'd shoot one at a sheriff boat and be really done you'll be fine you know there aren't many sheriffs on the river that's uh it, it oh. used to be i think it changed around the, the recession the, the, the all the counties cut oh, really? back on their funding well, yeah. you don't see that many of minnetonka from what i understand there's cops everywhere well the that's river, be, that's because that's where the office is is yeah, literally right. right there on minnetonka it is yeah, yeah right by the it used to be the minnetonka mist right yep right across yep. the street from that yep Indeed. Yeah, they can pull people over, and you know it's all that getting taking bribes under the table. Yeah, okay, whatever. All those rich lake people. <laughs> oh my God, here we go. All right, I know you got to do some business. See, yeah. I, I'm trying to help you out now. I know. Well, that's that's the way this is supposed to work, and oh, it is okay. working, so that's good. We like. Um, we talked about this. We seem to be the only store in Western Wisconsin that didn't get pounded by hail, oh, uh, and some people like. You know, there are substantial savings buying hail cars. Where you run into trouble is if you buy one, it's late model or, or a new one, and then try to trade two or three years later. You can't buy them cheap enough to make up for the, you know, the depreciation in terms of, mm -hmm. of what there is a late model used. But if you keep them forever, that's a, those are a really good buy. Um, if you want cars that aren't hail damaged, we've got a nice selection. You can see them at flagshipford.com. Ford's back with some cheap financing. Uh, they've got two nine for sixty. I, I didn't write it down. I think it's on Escape uh, Explorers, and then there's three nine. I think for sixty months on F one fifties, and we just got a load of F one fifties in. There are still shortages of inventory, so they're moving pretty quickly. If you have any questions uh, in general or specifically about cars, you can always reach out to me directly at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. All right, Dougie, we'll talk to you next week. No, you won't. We're off. Uh, but we'll be uh, doing Car Selling Secrets next Thursday. 
What do you mean we're off? You're not going to be on I'm on, only on the. I'm only on three weeks out of the month. I know this what? is new, and at my previous employer, where we only did this for 15 years, we were never on the first week of the month. No, you and you never were. You're absolutely right. So we'll talk to you. I'll talk to you on the podcast on Thursday. Yep, got a really. That's still next week. Still in. next week. Yep. <laughs> it is. So right, the pod. Anyway, this is getting boring. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Hey. Uh, it's weather supposed to be. Yes. Also apologize to me because I had to listen as well. <laughs> well. You get paid though. Oh, yeah. Good point. All right. You get paid. You though. get paid handsomely, from what I understand. In cars, if I play my cards right. Ooh. If you play your cards right, let's get you into an electric Mustang, Missy. You're gonna love it. Yeah, and I can race Tom to work. Okay, Wally Walker's yeah. up next. <laughs> bye, Doug. Love you. See you guys. Kisses. See you, Doug. Love you too. See you later, love you Bye. Longtime friend of the Tom Bernard Show, Doug Sprinthal, flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Online, it's flagshipford.com. And thank you so much for. Getting over there and buying stuff from Dougie, that's uh, that's really important to us, and it makes me feel good because he's off the line, isn't he? Good, because I love that guy. I don't want to tell him <laughs> that to his face, though, you know. We shall take a break. Speaking of people I adore, what are their names again? Phil something and Kent something? I can't remember their last names. We'll be right back. It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom from my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze. With clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more, our dog days of summer won't last, and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tri-tune packages at doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset. But don't wait on this limited-time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down, By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packages. Ask Sherwin-Williams during the Shades of Summer sale July 28th through August 7th and get 35% off paints and stains with prices starting at $28.92. That means 35% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 35% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location just off Interstate 94 would like to extend a special offer going on now through the end of July. It's for all our Tom Bernard Morning Show listeners. When you visit their Albertville location, mention that you heard me, Tommy B., I'll tell you about this July-only savings opportunity on travel trailers and pickup campers. Now, you must be a qualified buyer, but here's the really good news. Receive up to $5,000 off the advertised price on all their new in-stock inventory. As always, terms and conditions do apply. Brands include Rockwood by Forest River, Arctic Fox by Northwood Manufacturing, Cirrus by New Camp, and more. Now is a real good time to buy and take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You can't just sit around. See my guys and gals at Niemeyer's in Albertville or peruse their current inventory at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com, Niemeyer's.com. 
the Up to the Five Grand Off sales event ends July 31st. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Minnesota legend Phil Mackey and some hun yucko who used to play baseball. or it's Something like that. I know that. Dubja, dubja. Dubja, dubja. Oh, now I feel like I'm talking to my wife's family right there. Minnesota legend Ken Herbeck Sports is brought to you exclusively by Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. At the ballpark up north or in your fridge, Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Yeah, Phil, I don't know if you know this or not, but both Kent and my wife are bohemian, so, you know, you mm. mentioned baseball in my house, it's like, oh, Kent Herbeck. I'm like, oh, God, just because he's bohemian, that's why. Yeah. Are we supposed to, uh, when Herbeck walks into a room now, are we, like P.J. Fleck, the story came out, yeah, yeah. we're supposed to applaud oh, P.J. Oh, Fleck. Oh, Is that the same yay. thing with Herbie? Too? I'm not laughing. <laughs> Herbie, Herbie, Herbie. <laughs> It already <laughs> happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, we had the day off yesterday. We're back at it uh, today. W- what are you seeing coming? What do we see coming? You know what? I was just thinking about it this morning. Nothing's pretty much changed all year, has it? No, that's true. You get to stay two out, two ahead, two ahead, two ahead, two ahead. Right. Um God, they seem like they get on a little run, are playing really good, and then then they all of a sudden can't hit or don't pitch good. Yeah. Um, it's kind of been very, very similar year, the whole year. I, I, which, uh, let's see, is it good or is it bad? Um, it's good because we're in first place. Right. It's bad uh, because <laughs> we could be 20 games in front. In yeah, the, in the division, and I could but, see that. But no, Neil, nothing's changed. I don't know what the deal. I know what Phil is here, hearing on the on the trade front. Are they going to trade anybody? They're going to beat the beat the team up a little bit. Uh, hopefully, yeah. going in here to uh, the trade deadline. Um, yeah, the, de- the deadline's a- the deadline's Tuesday, I believe. Okay, and it's it's right. not, so the part of the problem the the Twins used to have like the fifth or sixth best prospect pool 
and they could take, right. you know, they could take players from the prospect pool and trade them for, and they've done a lot of that the last couple of years. You know, they traded, uh, they traded four pitchers for Jorge Lopez. And then they, and then they traded Jorge Lopez a couple of days ago because it just wasn't working. And then they traded a couple really good young hitters in their minor league system for uh, Tyler Malley. And he pitched like three times and, you know, blew out his elbow. So they've kind They've spent a lot of this sort of prospect capital, but they so that they have to make a decision. Do they just trust the guys in the clubhouse to finish off the division and make some noise in the playoffs, or do they, or do they keep squeegeeing the prospect floor? And all right, we got two guys <laughs> left we can trade in our prospect pool, and uh, and make a big push. I think they're going to be conservative. I think they're looking for a right-handed bat because like most of their good hitters are left-handed. So it'd be nice if, if a left-handed pitcher comes in, if you had someone who could stand on the other side of the plate and uh, and mash. And they could maybe use one more, give me like an eighth-inning reliever to lead into Duran and kind of stretch that bullpen out. And let's see what they yeah. can do. I don't, Herbie, I don't, I don't hate the way they're currently constructed. If some of these other bats wake, if Buxton wakes up at some point, you know, Correa's having one of the worst seasons of his career. But Julian right. can hit, Kirilov can hit. Uh, Max Kepler has kind of awakened lately. They've got some other guys too. So I don't know. I, I know they're toiling and trying to stay above 500, but a couple tweaks at the deadline could go a long way in a couple days. I think. Um, agree. 100%. They, uh, like I said, they've been, they've been pretty status quo the whole year. Uh, kind of hoping for, like you said, a couple of bats to wake up in the lineup. Um, maybe we were stirring them enough that they will, wake up in the playoffs and if they make it to the playoffs and go crazy who knows but yeah. uh, like i said it's been it's been pretty stagnant but uh i like watching it i think i get pissed off more when they lose yeah and it makes it, <laughs> it, it makes it funner to watch right well, i go through that whole situation kent as you know i've been a fan since i was nine years old and i go through those ups and downs and i just i know exactly what you're saying Mm-hmm. Um, because I was on plenty of teams that by this time of the year, um, I didn't care what we did, they, they, you know, the, the team was cashing in the ticket already. You still don't want to, you don't want to do that and get, you go out and play as hard as you can. But the, the front office was already cashing it in and looking, looking at next year. Um, you know, when, anytime you get a shot in the playoffs, you, you can't be cashing it in or you're in first place. You can't cash it in and, start worrying about what you're going to do next year you got to get where you are now and and uh hopefully uh you know make a run in the playoffs it's and uh, we talked about it last week a little bit with uh what what judd was on last week right phil you weren't here uh old macadac here was uh was uh, you have to squeegee the pinot noir out of my body from uh, washington wine country last week there you go just ring ring me out yeah (laughs) But we talked a little bit about it too, about how uh, uh, you know what are they going to do here in, in as far as players. And he said he had mentioned that the the, the minor league system had been kind of run dry of of talent. But uh, hey, you never know. You can go down there and find somebody that comes on and turns it on in the big leagues. You know, this is a so-so player in the minor leagues, and and uh, it doesn't matter what you do in the minor leagues. It matters what you do when they call you up to the big leagues. I think. <laughs> Well, how about the? I mean, Matt Matt Walner is is an example. If you guys have, he's only played like twenty games in the big leagues. They just called him back up. He's, a, I think, he was a first round pick a few years ago, and uh, and he's he's done pretty well in the minor leagues. But 
in his 21 games this season for the Twins, he has a 419 on base percentage, and he has the highest slugging percentage of anyone on the roster. That's 20 games, but so some guys right. get called up and they just mash right away. Some guys it takes them, you know, up and down for three years to sort of figure out big league pitching. It's just you never really know when a guy gets called up. Yeah, how long you can give a guy? I know, you know, I hate to hate to go back a hundred years ago when I was out there stumbling around in the field. Um, would I hit a whopping 200 with one home run when they called me up um, at the end of August back in 1981? And I was lucky enough to get invited back the next year to spring training and, and happened to stick with the ball club. So I didn't uh, set the world on fire when I got called up. But, uh, uh, you know, I think some of these guys that get called up, you have to see how they handle big league pitching. Are they overmatched or, or not? And, some of these guys look like they're overmatched to get called up, but some guys look like they understand what's going on in the, in the box and, and uh, you know, aren't swinging at pitches, bouncing in the dirt outside or this or that. But, uh, yeah, sometimes it takes a little bit. It's tough. It's tough to uh, – that's one hard thing about, you know, being a, a coach or a manager or even a front office person. If you see somebody come up and haven't seen them play that much and then he's, he's on your big league team and it's hard to, to say – is this kid going to be good or not? <laughs> On yeah. paper, he's good, but uh, in the batter's box, is he good? Around the mound, is he good? Well, I do have to defend you because that wasn't you. That was Kent Raybeck that came yeah. up. <laughs> We're number 26 <laughs> in the skinny little guy. <laughs> A skinny little guy. Somebody was somebody was getting on me the other day about, the, the, you know, there's flash guy that runs in the outfield that runs and passes everybody up have you seen that thing at the ballpark yeah 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 somebody was getting all over me about how come i didn't do that we have uniform. yeah and it was like i want to ask that person how many stolen bases he had in the big leagues right? oh i like wow. it there you go I've got, I think I've got 38 stolen bases in the big leagues. How do you like wow. that? Take that home wow. with you. That's impressive. <laughs> it is That's impressive. 38 <laughs> bigger than the flash guy. Very impressive. Yeah. I'd like to point <laughs> out to you. Get your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we have a flash guy, how about that yeah. secondary lead? Yeah, you're pretty bad at that, aren't you, flash guy? <laughs> oh, what the hell? And you'll be able to do that next Tuesday, right? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. There the you go. Week? Yeah, yeah, you can. Hey, oh. Well, how'd you know it was next Tuesday, Mr. Herbeck? How'd you know? So he's he's already he's already TV. in line. It's great. He's got the countdown calendar every day. Just crosses out another. Hey, Tom, you got a pipe on you? Yeah, great. Yeah, great. one hitter. God, I need a one hitter. My plants are just about ready. <laughs> That's still illegal, by the oh, way. I gotta be honest head. with you. I am not kidding you when I tell the audience, listen right now, I can't even imagine, I can't picture you high. There's no way. Hold on, Officer Dave, earmuffs. Officer Dave, take your headphones yeah, off. Officer Dave, yeah. There you go, Phil. Like Tuesday. I don't think anybody heard like that delivery of that very serious through the laughter. That's that's still illegal. That's you still know. illegal. Officer Dave, get out of the room. Leave. Only till Tuesday. You can see the, the gears turn back on there for a second. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Gonna be crazy yeah. around here, I think. <laughs> oh, it yeah. might get a little weird. There's no question about that. But I, you know what? I just went and saw. It. There's a place called Natrium. I think it's called Natrium over on Excelsior Boulevard, 
went over saw Charlie there yesterday, and they're pretty jacked up about it. They're very excited. They get they they all sell the five milligram gummies there and that kind of stuff. So yeah. they'll be able to kick her up to what ten milligrams or whatever you want, I suppose. Yeah, it's just I'm I'm a little spooked. I think there's going to be a few people walking around, and they're going to be zombied out. I'm, I'm with you, Ken. Could be hundred percent with you. I can be stay true. off the street. Stay in your stay in your living rooms. Stay in your backyards. Well, okay. then you end up with a card in your living room or something like that. That wouldn't be good. <laughs> yeah, stay out of other people's living rooms. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I love about this? Stay away from the potato chips. <laughs> oh, pot's going to be so much worse than hard liquor. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah, hard liquor's been kicking people. Oh, out. if you, if you've seen the how slow reactions get oh, when really? people are oh, Tommy, oh, really? I'm not. <laughs> Thinking this is a great idea. No, no. Do it in your house. Don't be driving around well, after you're high. You're, you're putting, you know, the lawmakers are putting a lot of faith in people to use this stuff responsibly. I'm telling you right now, there's it's not going to happen. No. You know, when the public is trusted <laughs> to do something responsibly in moderation, I feel like we, we I feel like we can be we can be trusted. Right? Exactly, <laughs> Phil. Yeah, of course we can. Yeah, not a problem at all. Don't worry about a thing. All right, so where did we, hey, where did we go with this conversation? <laughs> I, that's why I'm changing the subject right now, Kent. I'm changing it back to in the back. Hey, of Kent and Phil, what do you think? Uh... So baseball, the trade deadline. Actually, did you guys see? I don't know. If, so yesterday, hey, that's what uh, trade line is next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> He's back, ladies and gentlemen. He's yesterday, back. the Angels told Shohei Otani, "Hey, we're not going to trade you." We're gonna we're gonna ride this thing out. You know we're six games back, but screw it. You're gonna be a free agent. We're gonna let it ride. The Angels played a doubleheader yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw this. Shohei Otani in the first game, as a pitcher, pitched a complete game shutout. He shuts the Tigers out Ooh, in the first game. Man. One hit. Then he comes back in the second game, as a hitter, and hits two home runs to help them win that game. <laughs> Oh, in the same the, day. That's amazing. That's that guy's an amazing it's, athlete. There's no doubt about it's it. It's unbelievable. Yep, he's uh he's definitely a uh well, he's a chip off the old block from me. You know, <laughs> he's he's really the Kent Herbeck of the common era. Yeah, you know, Herbie wanted the ball for game seven, but you know, uh, we're gonna it we'll start get, with we'll, Jack we'll and then see Jack where it goes. Yeah, it all works out. Ooh, Phil, you gotta hit the road, don't you? Uh, you know, you guys are lucky. I have an extra 10 minutes in me today because uh, Patrick Royce is out doing lucky? something. I think he's at the three. <laughs> with him, so. Pets are... just firing. Shots fired lucky? today. We're lucky? lucky? Really? Oh, God. You know, we've got it. People are asking me. Uh, we got to get this whole crew together and have a little uh, end of summer picnic or something. Just do a... Get all get together and do a little grilling out and have some fun, man. And yeah, anytime after Tuesday, Tom would be great actually for that game. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you can do that. I just uh, yeah, Tuesday night, man. <laughs> yeah, you, what are you guys Tuesday. doing on Tuesday? It's gonna be National Night Out. Why not, right? <laughs> yeah, I suppose uh, it could be. Yeah, we should get together and maybe have a uh, beverage or two and have have uh, dinner someplace or lunch. Um, who's ever sitting around the table there and. Whatever. Yeah, that that sounds I'm all in for that. Yeah, let's get that, that done. That would be a lot of fun. That right. would be We a did lot. it last year, Tommy. We got together and had lunch. That was fun. Yeah, Bilski ruined it, but you know other than that. <laughs> Bilski. 
He's a huge fan of yours, man. You know, that's one thing I love is, is you know, I adore Mike Bilski. Don't tell him I said that. I won't. I do. No. He's already heard it. <laughs> but I just like it when people, you know, they'll they'll meet one. Like you and you and Bilski got along famously from moment one, Kent. That was great to watch. You, you, you guys had a nice conversation. I love watching yeah, that stuff. Yeah, well, good people. He was good people. Well, I thought you said was, we're good people. <laughs> no, 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 no. good people. <laughs> Because not we didn't never say that you were good people, Tom. Just him. That was a big difference right there. That was a nice little afternoon or a nice little lunch we had. It was, was indeed. You, you learn about people that you you know I had never met them before, and uh, it was it was uh, it was a fun day. But so, you know uh, you know what that means to people when they meet somebody of your stature, the Kent Herbeck uh, hero. Oh God, I got to bring up the well, you know what, so legend. <clears throat> Everybody thinks we put our pants on different. I don't. I put my pants on the same way everybody else does and like to have as much fun as everybody else does. And yeah, it doesn't but make it any better because you can hit a baseball. You're That's supposed sure. to zip up the fly when you got your pants on, though. That's the one difference. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's <laughs> true. One of these yeah, Ken, days. Ken, Ken likes to jump in with both legs and not zip the fly. That's how everyone else does it. Right? Yeah, right? That's how firefighters do it. I don't know. Well, that's true. Firefighters do it that way. He wrong slides way. down the pole into his pants. Well, who knows? He doesn't go on that's camera. That's what everyone does. Yeah, he doesn't go on camera, so who knows? Pants might be optional for Ken. As there as you go. Pants in 20 years. I did not need that picture in my head, Brittany. Now we get the picture of Ken sitting there at the microphone naked. That's great. That's what I would do if I was at home. Thank you. Just, just wearing his old twin stirrups and... Uh, <laughs> yes. God, I miss stirrups. You don't see stirrups anymore. Yeah, stirrups need They're to come gone. back. I love stirrups. That was a cool look. They were leaving. They were leaving even when I was playing. They were going out the door. Yeah, but didn't Roy Small used to wear stirrups all the time? If I remember, didn't he? Right. Yeah, yeah we had to wear our stirrups. Had to have the uh, TC showing. Then after, remember that? Remember mm-hmm. that uh, yep. phase? We had to have the TC showing on our. Couldn't pull them down below the TC, and then I think it was Knobloch that first started. Uh, that first started not wearing just wore regular socks on it, and then that. Boom, it was over with. No more stirrups. Right. Another thing he ruined. Anyway, just kidding. <laughs> he just starts laughing. <laughs> I still love it when he was interviewed by the Chucker going to Planet Hollywood. Chuck Nubla. <laughs> Can't think enough for all the time. Can't think enough for hey, all the so time. Hey, so is it hot enough for you guys? Has it been hot enough? How do you, nobody's talking about these guys dying on the field here playing in the heat. This has got to be pretty brutal, huh? I what, would think, yeah. The, What's this supposed to be like in Kansas City this week? Uh, Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Matter of fact, the weather gets better as the week goes on. Phil, what did you see? What in terms of like like meteorologist Phil with the weather or meteorologist uh... (laughs) Phil? No, I just you know. Well, it's seventy five degrees right now and partly cloudy. That's very very pleasant. And it's it supposed is to get yeah. up into the mid seventies today, or mid eighties, excuse yeah. me, some today. I, I can always gauge it like if we let our dog out to go, you know, potty or whatever, and then she stops after like two seconds and turns in and runs right back into the air conditioning. <laughs> yes, that's how I know it's too hot. Yeah, that's that's, that's when I'm staying inside for for the rest of the day. I just I just know that the hottest that I ever played was in uh, was in Kansas City on that uh, on the old AstroTurf in Kansas City. It oh, was, I don't know, they had a, they oh, had a AstroTurf. <laughs> yeah, one of those, uh, just a thermometer laying on the floor in the dugout. It's in 142 or something like that on the on the thermometer, and 
I'd come in off the field and I'd stand in a Dick Martin, our, our, our uh, trainer at the time, had a had a uh, little pan down there, or, or a big like a dish pan or whatever, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. full of water, full of ice water. I'd go down and stand in it with my shoes. Uh, wow. Literally oh go walking up to the plate and go squish, squish, squish while you're walking <laughs> up to the plate to go hit because you're oh my you try to cool God. your feet off, man. Like your feet were just burning up, so. So I looked it at I looked at Kansas City's weather and we got a hundred a high today is a hundred tomorrow's ninety four Sunday's ninety one so it's see cool. I'm right in line with the disaster Tom yeah you're a disaster it's true yeah, I'm, I'm with the disaster today <laughs> all right boys we'll have a magnificent weekend great having you on for that ex- extra few minutes we learned a I mean hell wasn't of a lot. that like the best extra eight to ten minutes of your week right there <laughs> oh I, mean, I how, learned so how much how privileged are you guys to have had me we'll for never an extra get that eight back. We'll never get it back. Oh, God. Thank you, boys. Perfect grenade guy. We'll talk to you next week. All right, I'm going to go for a jog. We'll see you. Bye. Perfect. Bye. Have a great weekend. You too. Ken Herbeck Sports on the Tom Bernard Morning Show is presented once again by Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Begin your next memory at your favorite grocery or convenience store today. God, great. I love those guys. They do such that a was good fun. job. No question about it. We'll be right back in just a couple minutes from now, ladies and gentlemen. Timmy Lammers, movie reviews up next. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. It is uncentered. There's no question about it. Did it say censored or centered? I, I forgot. Or a little of both. <clears throat> a little of both. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, brought to you by Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Timmy Lammers brought to you by Michael Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. 
What's happening, Pally? Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy. And Brittany, Brittany, <clears throat> AJ, and Officer Dave. Hello all to all of you. Hey, Greetings, sir. Hello. You know, hearing that bumper music from the cars reminds me that uh, Benjamin Orr and uh, uh, Rick Ocasek are no longer with us. And now last night we lose Randy Meisner from the Eagles. And damn it, this sucks. I didn't even know that today. Yeah. I didn't see that in the, in the headlines Yeah. Today. Yeah, Randy man. Randy Meisner I mean, died? Yeah, yeah, he did. And, and you know, what's cool about the Eagles is... Because I'm a huge fan, if you can probably not tell oh, already. Great band. Um, <clears throat> you know, when he was really sick, I mean, even though he left the band uh, before the long run in 1980 mm -hmm. when Timothy Schmidt replaced him, um, he was very sick. And I know the Eagles picked up all his medical bills. So, you know, despite the fact that there were disagreements in the band, et cetera, et cetera, I mean, they always took care of former members. And uh, so that's sad. I mean, and finally is, at yeah. age 77, and the interesting thing about all of those guys is that they're all about the same age. So, you know, uh, Tim Schmidt and Henley and Joe Walsh. I mean, all those guys are in, well, maybe not Walsh, but the other guys are in their late 70s. So this is scary now because now we're starting to lose these guys. We lost yeah. Fry a while ago. Yeah. Um, but, you know, before too long, also we're going to have our Eagles tributes bands and Cars tribute <clears throat> bands. And, that's going to be our only option for these acts that we really love. Why'd you bring up Glenn Friday trying to embarrass me? Yeah, I heard about that, man. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, AJ's looking at me like, I didn't, I don't know. You can tell oh. the story. Very quickly tell a story. Um, Rick Bourne, I don't know if you guys know Rick or not, but Rick's been around a long time, done a great job. So he used to throw a 4th of July celebration all the time. And I used to go out there and hang out. Just had a wonderful time. And then Glenn Fry died, <clears throat> right? So I'm on the air over at the queue going, God, that makes that breaks my heart. I was a huge Glenn Fry fan. And uh, one thing I mentioned, uh, I should mention before I continue this story, is those Fourth of July parties, you could get a cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> you, could you could find one. You could find. You could also get a complaint across the lake from those parties, too. Trust me. Maybe that might have happened as well. But... I'm on the air just going on and on. God, I, I just loved Glenn Fry, and I wish I could have met him or at least talked to him once or twice. Just seemed like such a great guy. God, I, I really wish I could have met Glenn Fry. Later on in the hour, I get five pictures from Rick Bourne of me with my arm around Glenn Fry, and we're both just <laughs> hammered. Oh, funny. <laughs> Whoops. Well, Glenn... I had had a few, so not the best memory I had of anyone. You, never, you can neither confirm or deny that you met Glenn Fry. <laughs> exactly. Although there are five yeah. pictures of it, so never mind. Yeah, but so yeah. quickly about Randy Meisner, Take It to the Limit was his biggest hit with them. He was kind of like a George Harrison or Ringo, where they got one song on an album, him and Joe Walsh. Um, but he also did Try and Love Again on the Hotel California album. So, yeah, man. Just another piece of the huge foundation that yep. was Eagles is gone. So, Tommy, uh, call me earlier this week. Did you watch any of Special Ops Lioness? I love that show. It is fantastic. It's right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, I knew it would be, man. And Taylor shared. And we'll start with this and then go to Haunted Mansion. But All that's right. new on streaming. Paramount Plus uh, mentioned it to Tom on the Family Podcast on Tuesday Call me later on. I told him what it's about. 
which is um, it's a, a, a unit that really exists. Uh, the CIA yeah, had yep. this operation called Lioness, where uh, in this case, they recruit this uh, Marine enlistee who's brilliant and she's an ass kicker. And uh, what they do is they infiltrate uh, terrorist cells uh, by getting these women close to the wives and girlfriends of these uh, these ISIS members, etc., and then that's how they eventually find who the ISIS leaders are, et cetera, et cetera. Um, <clears throat> so the first episode sets it up. The second episode, man, is a really, really brutal episode where, you know, you start to wonder to what extremes do these programs take to train their recruits? Because oh, yeah. this, they put them basically through what you would go through if you were captured by one of these cells. And it's horrifying. I mean, it really is. And and um, I can't <clears throat> can't get into details. <clears throat> we got the same Excuse deal me. going right now, man. I don't know what the I, hell. I, that I, is. I do. I do. It must be allergies. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. Uh, Zoe Saldana, uh, Nicole Kidman, Morgan Freeman hasn't shown up yet. He will be in it. Oh yeah, There's that's this, right. Uh, La, I can't even pronounce her name. D. Oliveira who is uh, Layla D. Oliveira is this new uh, recruit, and she's fantastic. I mean, just a great cast. So check that out. Paramount Plus, so far, I'm you know, it's like a solid 9 out of 10 on the Lamameter so far. Uh, I know Tom and I were talking about how critics, highbrows, whatever, Hollywood ass kissers are ripping it. <laughs> they are. They're ripping the you know, hell out the of it. You know, the kind that are offended so easily. And yes. just basically looking for something to piss and moan about. And um, no, no. I mean, Taylor Sheridan behind this guy uh, basically doesn't have to answer to anybody. He has so much clout with Yellowstone and Tulsa King and all those other shows. Uh, Mayor of Kingstown. I mean, 1923, 1883. I mean, the Great list goes shows. on and on and on. Great shows. Uh, that, that he does what he wants. And he's basically telling a story that other people are, uh, you know, maybe afraid of telling, you know, from the standpoint of, oh, this is politically incorrect and all this sort of stuff. Well, it's guess not what? Politically this incorrect. stuff is going on. Right. Okay. So check it out. Officer Dave, I think you'll like it a lot. Uh, um, Paramount Plus again, Special Ops Lioness. You know my favorite scene, Timmy? Which is that? When she's going to spar with a guy and the guy says, I don't, uh, need, I don't need no helmet. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> the problem is, is I don't have... Mayla Oliveira, or whatever her yeah. last name is, I have to learn how to pronounce it correctly, uh, is an ass kicker oh god she's amazing i mean you know the tom cruise realm doing your own stunts i mean how they can get somebody else in there to do what she's doing man i mean she just i just love it i do too you know tom you know you you, you love projects with strong female ass kicking female characters man i love them this is it. And Zoe Saldana is great, too. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, she, she's more mental toughness, though. I'd love to see her get into a scrap uh, with the uh, main character or the, the, the main character opposite her. So, yep. but yeah, check it out. Um, also, in theaters, Haunted Mansion. Uh, touch us uh, on this briefly. I didn't see it yet on Tuesday. You know, it only takes 20 years now for a remake, sometimes less than that. <laughs> yes. So. 
Uh, Disney, of course, they got theme park rides. They try to mine those theme park rides. Sometimes they're very, very successful, like Pirates of the Caribbean. And even those films got old after a while. Uh, they, they tried this one in 2003. And honestly, I, I just don't remember a lot about it, even though it has one of my favorite comedians, Eddie Murphy, in it. Yeah, yep. I'm sure I was entertained at the time. Uh, but now we got a 2003 version. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield, he was in Judas and the Black Messiah. He is Ben, and he's this astrophysicist. He meets the love of his life. Uh, later on, you learn that there was a tragedy involved. He falls into despair, and before too long, he's giving ghost tours uh, in New Orleans. So he's approached by this woman, played by Rosario Dawson, who owns this beautiful mansion. Uh, in the countryside that she claims is haunted. Her son claims is haunted. So she says, why don't you come check it out? He comes and basically he says, ghosts don't exist, blah, blah, blah. He's trying to debunk her. And then a ghost follows him home and he decides, you know what? This uh -oh. is real. So it attaches it to the ghost attaches to him. Um, before too long, this woman, uh, Rosario, she gets Owen Wilson, who plays a, a priest. Tiffany Haddish is a psychic. Danny DeVito is a historian. They all gather together in this haunted mansion trying to exercise this mansion, these ghosts. So, um, you know, it's really a tricky balancing act because, you know, this is a family attraction. At, is it at both Disney World and Disneyland? I mean, I was at the one at Disney World. Do you know? I've never been to Disneyland. I've been to Disney World 8 billion times. Yeah, and I've you must have been, been in the Haunted Mansion. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I was only in there once, and, I, I, you know, it's just kind of this creepy feeling you get in there. And and, and they, they do capture this director, Justin Simeon. Um, he, uh, he really is great at, at creating this atmosphere. You know, you get the same creepy feeling. The thing is, is that some of the ghosts are, like, yeah, then your kids can handle it. But there are things in there that I think, because you know, families, just like Barbie, they're going to bring little kids sometimes maybe. And I don't know if it's exactly the most appropriate movie for mm -hmm. them. Right. Um, and that's kind of the same here. Probably more of a family-friendly film here. Uh, I love Owen Wilson. I think, I, you know, some people don't aren't big fans. I think he's terrific. I like him, yeah. You know, he's got that Jack Nicholson sort of thing, though. And, he, and Danny DeVito is always funny. I like Tiffany Haddish. I mean, I like everybody in this. Jamie Lee Curtis also shows up, and I love Rosario Dawson. And so, you know, just a great cast. I mean, it's not brain surgery. It's And it, it's actually kind of heartfelt at times. I mean, you might end up shedding a tear or two over this thing so i you know i gave it a solid 7.5 out of 10 on the llama meter you kind of get a general idea of where things are going but it's still fun i mean must have cost a boatload of money which we've learned this summer with mission impossible with the flash with indiana jones that's not always a good thing so they're gonna have to <laughs> well really tough competitors this weekend with Barbie and Oppenheimer, if they're going to want to make it. I looked it up. The Haunted Mansion is the only attraction located in four different lands and four different uh, Disney parks. It's in Disneyland, wow. Disney World, Fantasyland in Tokyo, Disney, and Frontierland at Disneyland Paris. There you go. So have you been to it, Brittany? Or I've never been to any days? Disney, so I have no idea. Aww. Yeah, I know. So I'm kind of lame, but uh, I live vicariously through Tom every year when they go. 
<laughs> Every year we go. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, you don't have to be really familiar with the attraction in order to enjoy the movie. Now, I'm looking at the budget, $182.3 million. Whoa. I mean, again, you know, it's on the lower end, considered that you got Mission Impossible for $300 million. Right. But that's, I mean, studios are going to find out in a big hurry this year that you, they got to dial it back, man. I mean, even Oppenheimer, which is mostly practical effects, if not all, costs only a hundred only a hundred million dollars. That's one third of Mission Impossible in Indy and uh, the Flash, and it's kicking ass. And Barbie was like a hundred fifty some million dollars, so that's already made its money back. So, yeah, it's yeah, it's fun to look at and stuff, but we've we've seen so much of it, it almost becomes kind of like, eh, after a while, right? It's true. All right, Pally, we'll have a good weekend. Indeed. Thank you all. Have a good weekend, Officer Dave. Good to see you again. Good. AJ, good, good to, to see you, you again. Tim. Yep. It's never good to see you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, well. I was hoping I'd get you a special know, one. You know, you're, you're getting love, Brittany. I love seeing you. I love too. you, Tim. Tommy, no, yeah. Just, it's Tommy's good to hear. just okay. He's just okay. <laughs> all right, everybody, have a great weekend. Tommy, we'll talk on Tuesday. A new episode of Special Ops Lioness airs Sunday. So hopefully, you can talk about the first three episodes on the family podcast we'll get it going ladies and gentlemen tim lammers brought to you by michael bryant brad sean bryant personal injury lawyers we'll talk to you later